listening to Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Galtier. We're the founders of Soul Shepherding, a ministry of teaching, spiritual direction, and counseling for pastors and leaders. For the next 20 minutes, we invite you into our home and our hearts as we share with you our intimacy with Jesus in life, love, and leadership. We're grateful that so many of you are listening that iTunes listed Soul Talks as new and noteworthy. We just finished leading a Stillwaters retreat day for 16 pastors and leaders in our home. I really enjoyed this, Christy, and I'm so thankful to the Lord that you make our home so hospitable for others to join us in a soul care day like this. Well, it's really a privilege, honey, and I love to do it, and I love to share with pastors what we have come to love so much, the TLC time. Yeah, and Jesus shows us this in his own relationship with God. For instance, in Mark chapter 1, verse 45, we read that after a busy day of ministry, Jesus stayed outside in lonely places, and yet the people still came to him from everywhere. So we see that rhythm of life right there that Jesus practiced, that he spends this time with the Father in prayer and quiet and rest and enjoying his intimate relationship with the God he calls Abba, and then we see him in active ministries of teaching and compassion and healing and so forth. You know, I don't think I really understood that. You know, I would think of that verse, he he withdrew to lonely places. That doesn't sound very appealing. What's that about? Lonely, you know? Poor Jesus, he was lonely, was kind of how I would think about it. And then your Bible study that you did on that, where you looked at all the times of Jesus's rhythm of life that he practiced, the times that he withdrew from the crowds, it wasn't to be lonely, it was to connect with his father. Yeah, he was going out in the wilderness, and that's one of my favorite Bible studies that we have, and put it in your best life in Jesus' easy yoke, and go through the Gospel of Mark, and look at 10 different examples of where Jesus spends special focused time in prayer and reflection, usually alone with the Father, or sometimes with Peter, James, and John. And we see him in that intimate space of worship and soul rest in God's presence. And then we see him uh, activated in, in ministry with power and love and grace. And it's so helpful to me, honey, because it helped me to understand that that's where Jesus got the power That's where he learned to only do what the Father tells him to do, which he says so often in Scripture. And so coming to be inspired and to get the vision from Jesus that, well, if he needed this in order to get power to minister, I need it. Yeah, he begins his public ministry with 40 days in solitude, silence, and fasting. That's how important it was to him out there in the wilderness and quiet places and and then he goes to a lonely place to pray in Mark one thirty five. Then there's later in Mark again, he goes and withdraws into quiet, as the verse that we just read. And then, then he has an all-night prayer vigil, and the Father helps him decide which of the 12 to pick for apostles. And then he goes on a, a boat ride with his disciples out at sea, and they have a retreat and a prayer time. And it just goes on and on, this sort of a rhythm where Jesus is spending this focused time with God and enjoying the Father's presence and bringing his disciples along with them, teaching them how to pray, teaching them how to be close to God and how to follow in with this leading of the Spirit in ministry. Well, I haven't yet spent 40 days in the wilderness fasting, but I have learned to spend four hours alone Mm -hmm. with the Lord, interacting with Him and His presence, and 
we call that TLC time when we set time apart to be alone with the Lord in solitude and silence and to love him, to love Christ, TLC. Yeah, that's the way to tender love and care. It is of the best kind and the kind that fills me to overflow in this ministry of soul shepherding and in loving my family, including you. (laughs) I like the, the story that the woman pastor shared with us a while ago, and she had some TLC time, and she said, I've been feeling like I'm kept at arm's length away from God. Like I just couldn't get close to him. So I just kept working for God and helping other people feel his love. But I've been distant and dried up inside spiritually. But then today I had lunch with Jesus by the lake. I thought about you saying that Jesus delights in being with me. And it felt like he drew close to me. So I drew close to him. I'm praying to keep holding Jesus' hand while I serve God in ministry. Mm, That's so beautiful. I'm so thrilled she's tasted of God's goodness in that way, and she's growing in her longing for God and time with Him. I'm wondering, Bill, what was your experience in the TLC time today? Well, I took a walk around the lake near our home here and uh, for those few hours and just enjoyed walking with Jesus, and it was a beautiful day, and springtime and flowers were blooming and sky was blue and birds were singing and you know creation and so restorative Mm -hmm. so i was being refreshed and just walking along relaxing and wasn't really thinking any great thoughts and i was just opening my mind to god's presence and i noticed a a turtle hanging out on a rock there in the sunshine and then i saw another turtle and another turtle another turtle and by the end of the day i'd seen 25 turtles oh goodness (laughs) 20 yeah that's a lot of turtles. Yes, yeah, so I've I, never seen that many turtles. I know. We walk around the lake all the time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I get excited if I see one or two. <laughs> so I decided maybe God wanted to say to me something about turtles. Yeah. So did you ask him about it? I did. And one of the things that he showed me was that turtles are bihabitational. Hmm. They live underwater and they've got a whole life under there that we can't see, right? That's they get their homes down there and that's where they catch their food. They probably have some turtle social clubs. <laughs> and then they come up out of the water and that's where we see them is when they're hanging out on the rock or kind of walking along by the shores, you know, or sticking their neck out and really it's sort of skittish. You get too close to them, they jump back in the water. But I, I love how they can live in two habitats. So talk to me a little bit more about that. How does that speak to your life? Well, I think it's like our life is uh, physical beings on earth. Uh, that's our sort of obvious habitat. But then there's the the spiritual reality of God's kingdom, and we're made to live and breathe and have our movement in God, the Bible says in Acts. And so we're really made for heaven, and not only heaven when we die and, you know, for all eternity, but for the kingdom of the heavens today. Well, that's one of the things I appreciate about the TLC time is it helps me actually to connect with life in the kingdom of God, interacting with Jesus, being with him listening to him, letting him speak into my life on earth today, now, and me getting to speak to him. So I'm wondering, did did you sense the Lord speaking to you into your life on earth today? Well, yeah. You know, I saw the turtles basking in the sun and playing around in the water. I saw a, a mommy turtle and a little baby turtle swimming along and very happily and I was thinking, you know, these turtles are having a good time and they're relaxing and 
as I was talking to the Lord about that, and he reminded me of our recent board meeting, and our board was saying, you know, uh, Bill and Christy, you've started some new stuff this year. You've been really busy this year. <laughs> yeah. started this podcast. Mm-hmm. You started the Soul Shepherding Associates, where we're helping other pastors, counselors, and spiritual directors start Love Your Neighbor Pastor Ministries, and very excited about this, and you know, on top of all the other work that we do with our groups and meeting with pastors and leaders and the uh, TLC retreats that we lead uh, in the 18-month program and all these things that we're doing, website, of course. And so a lot of new stuff is taking some energy, and I love starting new things. You do. (laughs) And the board was saying, well, maybe that's enough new stuff for a while. (laughs) They didn't even know all the plans I had for what we could do next. (laughs) So I was thinking about that word of wisdom, and I was thinking, yeah, I, I really do need to just kind of be like that turtle, all these turtles that the Lord kept showing me, and just bask in the sunshine and relax more and uh, breathe in the heavens, the uh, wonderful resources of God's loving presence. And, and our board was saying, it's time to celebrate. Mm, there's much God's given us to celebrate. Yeah. Well, how about you? How was your TLC time? Oh, you know, it was just such a gift because I started out, as I often do in TLC times, needing to find myself letting go of the things on earth that maybe are burdening me or stressing me. And so it helps me to walk and talk with Jesus. And so I also went for a walk. And as I did, I began to cast my cares on the Lord and just talk to him about what I was concerned about and what I was stressed about and what I was. Uh, distracted by and tell him that I wanted to be with him Mm. and that I was sad that I wasn't more longing and excited just to be with him because I was in this place of distraction and burden and stress. And so after I spent time just really releasing those things, Mm -hmm. talking to him, Lord, and I really felt free of that and just started, found myself starting to praise the Lord and singing praise songs and Got back from the walk, had lunch with Jesus, enjoyed that. And I, I really sensed the Lord draw me to look at my journals from 10 years ago when I was meeting with Jane Willard for spiritual direction. And so I pulled those out and I was reading those. And, you know, it's really a blessing to do that, not just because of the wisdom of what God gave me through Jane in those years, but because God showed me how much He's grown me and taught me and changed me since then. And so, I was encouraged and I was thankful. And that was, you know, that's not always the experience I have when I go back and read my journals. Sometimes Mm -hmm. when I go back and read old journals, I think, oh my word, I was struggling with that then too, you know, (laughs) that was still an issue then, you know, and I can get discouraged, but this was very encouraging. What did you notice? What was the difference that you saw? I was seeing the ways that God has grown me in my confidence in him. Mm. And in my trust in his love Mm -hmm. and in my trust in his calling, what he was calling me to. I love this. I've been praying for that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. It was joyous time. Well, I'm so glad that you were able to sense God's presence and and be nourished and uplifted by him like that. Thank you. Yeah. And and then you led a group after we all, 16 of us were, or 18 of us were off enjoying some quiet space and solitude and prayer and so forth and uh, meditating on a scripture or some people 
you know, relaxing and so forth. Uh, then we came back and had groups. You led a group and I led a group. And so I, I want to hear how, how your group was. Well, one of the pastors had a, a very different experience. And sometimes we found this happens where maybe some negative memories and feelings surface because we live so much of our lives, you know, busy and distracting from our emotions. So then we open up a space like this, we maybe begin to feel. But thankfully he persevered with it and took it to the Lord mm -hmm. and interacted with the Lord about these painful memories from his childhood. And the Lord brought to him senses of his presence with him in those at the times that those things were happening that he was remembering that were traumatic times for him, how he was with him then and showed him how he's been redeeming that and growing him and working that for good. And he made a comment about how he realized that if there was something that he could have said to the child in him, what would that have been? And he said that he realized that there really was nothing that he could have said to the child except to extend God's grace to the child, that he did the best he could. It wasn't his fault. Mm -hmm. These things that happened to him, they weren't his fault. How encouraging. He really received God's grace in that. And then one of the women pastors that was here who really struggles with chronic pain, and she spent some time just laying in the grass, just resting in the Lord. And mm. she, she realized that she got free of pain. And that was just a tremendous gift for her. And as she was noticing that, she was thanking God for the gift he gave her of resting in his arms and letting him take her pain from her. Wow. So in that closeness with the Lord was so sweet and so refreshing and relaxing that she actually, her, her pain just went away. Mm -hmm. She just felt filled with God's love. Yeah. Well, I had a great group too. And uh, some of the things that people shared, one of the men who was there was sharing how just having this time to be in the Lord's presence and draw closer to God and to pray was, uh, he's realizing that he's really missed this. And he has a history where he's done this kind of thing a lot, but he's been busy lately and even on the weekends and was saying, wow, I need to get back to this practice of quiet prayer and making some space where I just turn off my phone and get away from the computer or set aside all my work. And I just, Spend some time with the Lord and not necessarily studying the Bible. That's a good thing to do, but more just being mm -hmm. in, in God's presence and enjoying the Lord. I understand. I agree with him. You know, I find that when I do this, I actually look forward to the next time mm -hmm. I get to. And I, I start finding myself longing for it and missing it when I don't. Yeah. And another pastor who... He was saying that he had been in a, a Christian bookstore and seen a sign that said, be still. And he was really drawn to it. And then it made him think of Psalm 4610. And so he was meditating on that verse, which the Lord says through the psalmist, be still and know that I am God. And so, and then he saw the invitation to come to still waters. He thought, okay, I think the Lord's talking to me. I need to join Bill and Christy for their day retreat. And so he just spent his time focusing on uh, and listening to the Lord and talking to the Lord about the difficulty he has of being still, how busy he is in his ministry and all the things that are going on and how he gets so tired. But uh, when he quiets himself, he finds that he can be really renewed. That's great. We found that too. And it's been such a joy for us to invite others into that. 
And next week, we get to do that again as we go up to the mountains here in Southern California, and we'll be with 15 pastors who will be at their first retreat. It's a new cohort starting of our TLC, Spiritual Formation and Soul Care Certificate. Yeah, I just love that we get to do this, that we get to journey with these leaders over the course of a year and a half and go through lots of learnings together and spiritual experiments, uh, times uh, apart in TLC time, times in community, uh, meditating on scripture and uh, doing breath prayers from the Bible, uh, lots of soul talk, spiritual direction, sharing meals together, and just the, the rhythm that we get to do together and seeing the, the groups coalesce, uh, each person coming together and bonding together and drawing closer to the Lord who delights in us. It's so beautiful to see the way God touches and meets each person individually and that we lead the retreats, but we've also learned that we are participants on retreat ourselves. And so we take TLC time during the retreat when everybody else does too, because we realize we need that time. We're desperate for that time with the Lord, with Jesus. Well, that's something that's made our ministry such a blessing is as we stay in that rhythm that we're not just offering lessons for people that they need to learn, but we're sharing with people what we're learning and we're inviting them to join us in our rhythm of life with Jesus individually and, and collectively uh, in our relationship. Yeah. And I didn't used to know I needed this, Bill. I mm. really didn't. I thought just a, a quiet time or a little Bible study here or there really was enough. But it was like I was just trying to get a drop of the living water mm. here or there. And I just didn't realize how thirsty I was. And is we've learned to set aside some hours and to set boundaries, to have time alone with the Lord, it's really increased my love for Christ, which is why we call it to love Christ, because I've been able to receive his love in a deep and profound way through that time of being with him. And it's much like, you know, I think of our relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, if I don't get some extended time with you to be with you and to connect with you and to share what's going on in my soul with you and listen to you, I don't feel close to you. I don't feel very loved by you. And my love for you starts to grow cold. And it's the same with Christ. I need that time with the Lord. I need that time to share my heart and my soul and be honest with him and myself and invite him in to speak into me and, and about what I'm blind to, what I'm not seeing, what how he feels about me and what he wants to teach me and what he's doing in my life. I need time to reflect and to kind of get away from all the distractions. Yeah, I think it really goes back to the Sabbath teaching from mm -hmm. the Old Testament that, you know, we need about one day in seven to just rest in God's presence, to pray and play, as Eugene Peterson says. That's what the Sabbath is for, a day to really worship the Lord and, and also a day to have fun. So if you're listening to us today, my hope and prayer for you is that you will respond to Jesus' invitation to come away with him, to set aside some time, to behold his face, to talk to him about what you're feeling and what you want. He cares. He wants to know the longings of your heart. And he wants you to listen to him too and behold his smiling at you. Thank you, Lord God, that you are open-hearted to us. Your heart is warm and you love to embrace us close. Just Pray now for our listeners that, and Christy and I that we would just 
continue to keep you before our mind's eye and our ears open to you. Let us hear you say, come away with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. Thank you, Lord, that you long for us to spend this time with you, that we can enjoy you in this way. We pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Amen. We hope you've been encouraged by this episode of Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Galtier. The easiest way to listen to our weekly conversations is to subscribe through the podcast app on your phone or tablet. Or you can listen and subscribe on any computer through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and soulshepherding.org. Thanks for sharing Soul Talks with your friends. There are now a thousand of you listening each week. Until next time, let's continue our conversation with Christ.